Powered by Riverside. Good Sunday afternoon. If you're watching the video, we are not dance stars, so don't judge us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There wasn't there, please. Good afternoon, people. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Happy um post NBA All-Star week. Um now we're in the second half of the NBA season. Um, which me and Vegs pretty much call like the meat of the season because this is now where it's where it gets real. This is where this is where it gets real. But you know, it's our it's our lovely host, Joxy and Deggs. We're back for another episode. So before we go ahead and get started, let's do what we do. Cheers, Cheers buddy. buddy. Back at it with the state side. Holla yes, at y'all. Love Old y'all. Faithful. Yep. Love y'all. Lemonade. We always, we always say that the lemonade uh, vodka is like one of like the most refreshing it's ones. So refreshing. And I'm not a big... I love the other ones, but like the for some reason the lemonade one, like I'm not a big like lemonade alcoholic beverage person. Yeah. I always find it like way too sweet. But that's just right. And it also reminds me too much of like when I was like in high school drinking. Yeah. And then you're right. You the, have a lemonade and you just pour vodka in and it's just like, yeah, yep. the bad days yep. of just like drinking pop off and lemonade. Ugh. And it's like, ugh. Like yeah. <laughs> the McCormick's and oh, oh good night. When you were in high school and you're just like, I got to like figure out how to ask my mom if you like didn't work or whatever. Like it was a little bit that I didn't work, but then I had a job for a while as well. Um, but so then I was then just spending my own money and I would just be like, yo, Take we, uh, go out to a party. And then my next door neighbor was already 21. And when he's about to go out, I'm like, yo, can I uh, give you money for a McCormick's bottle? Like he'd be like, yeah, whatever. Or Mad Dog 2020. Oh, Mad Dog, gosh. Yeah. Four Locos back in the day. Four Locos back in the day. Y'all kids don't know what Four Locos are because the Four Locos today are not the same Four Locos that no. we had back in the day. No, no, no. no. They had like gasoline in it. <laughs> <laughs> you would have like one be severely drunk, have another guaranteed blackout. Yeah. It was, uh, I had a, oh my gosh, I had plenty of uh, wild nights with. Oh yeah, dude. With, Forty-eight with, uh, ounces the black albums. The the lemonade uh for loco too was my favorite. Lemonade because it loco. going back to the refreshingness. I'm like, ah, oh, this <laughs> yeah. is refreshing. It tastes like, like I'm just drinking a lemonade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was just ten times worse. Right. So, but yeah, so we're back at it, guys. Um, you know, we are, um, you know, looking into obviously the, you know, talking about this agenda at least. We're looking into the the rest of the Sixer season. Um, gonna dive into some additional de- details, of course, obviously through through conversation. But um, you know, Sixers were back at it this week. First game that they had back home was 
against the Knicks, which yeah, looking at the you know the highlights. I mean, even when I was watching the game, I'm like, this is disgusting because not even because of the fact that we were getting beat by Jalen Brunson alone, but um, because that stadium bro, was they were it it essentially sounded like you were in MSG. Yeah, no, it, it you know it, New York's not the same team the Sixers have have been, gone against the last few years here. I mean, Joel has dominated them for one. Um, they're they're a team to watch out for. I think they're legit. Well, they had they have also Jalen Brunson and DiVincenzo that went to Villanova. And you Hart. know that, and 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 Josh Hart too. I forgot about him. Yeah. Um. So I think that there was there was like a lot of like hometown come come in to come yeah. And that whole bottom bowl of the stadium, even like the analysts were like, "This is kind of shocking that that's this is happening in Philly." Philly. Yeah. yeah, that's not typical. Um, but you know, kudos to Jalen Brunson because I am actually excited to not excited, but I'm um, very happy to see that he's you know found a home, and on top of that, he's succeeded and just flourished into such an amazing, amazing uh, player. But what I wanted to actually get to, which this is actually something that I was thinking about. Um, so during free agency, one of the players that I was really wanting the Sixers to go after, and he was rumored to be coming to Philly, was Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich um, had 22 points against the Sixers. He was 8 for 13 from uh, from, from the field. You know... I, at first, when I heard that he was possibly coming to the Sixers, I'm like, damn, he's 34 years old. I don't know how much he's going to give us. But damn it, I bit my tongue when I watched that game, and he killed us, man. Like, he killed us. It sucks. That was a player that Daryl Moore easily could have could have, uh, could have have gotten. But, but there were also rumors that Detroit wanted to package both Alec Burks and Bogdanovich together to go somewhere. I don't think they. Burks. I don't think they wanted Burks. Yeah, yeah. Bogdanovich is great, man. He he he's he's one of those guys that he is a like a championship piece. Like like he's he's a prototype typical guy that. There oh, there we go. A uh, guy that um, you know, is is like that third fiddle, fourth fiddle that that you need, right? Can knock down shots. He's a veteran. He he was on those the the Pacers teams that made those runs with Depot and whatnot. So, um, he's a great fit for New York. I agree. He's the type of person that you, maybe Daryl could could have you know moved here. Is he a one year deal? He might be a one year deal. I, I'm not certain on that. I'm not. But I should know this because of me playing. 2k right now and like <laughs> all the salaries right deep in in free not free agency but like looking yeah. at people's contracts and another week you have it down but uh now he, he he's a he was a great find for that i mean they've done all positives i think in the off season mm-hmm. and then now here in the season with trades with with those two burks isn't a bad i mean he's not a bad reserve either he has one more year one more year okay and um and then obviously OG when OG comes back that team's com- they're a pretty complete team in my opinion that team is is um a dangerous team right now uh with the standings if I'm not mistaken I think we would be playing them if the if the playoffs were to start today so let's actually take a look at that this is honestly a early just I think I think quick. they're a good team but with with Joel actually no 
We yeah, we playing. would be playing them. Four and five. No. One and eight. Oh. One to eight would be playing each other. Two to seven would be playing each other. Oh, yeah. You're th- three to six. Oh, four to five. I, for some reason, I thought it was five to six. Mm-mm. Four to five. Yeah, we'd be playing them. Okay. So we'd be playing them, and we'd obviously be going. I mean, New York would have the home court advantage on that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Um, Right now, I mean that's that's kind of like how the the standings are going to be are looking like to to shape out because Boston has has taken over. Boston Boston has has essentially just like they locked up the to, one seed, and barring anything crazy, they pretty much got the one seed locked. Yeah, up. they're seven games ahead of Milwaukee. I don't think that they're going to have barring anything crazy. You know, like you said, I don't think that they they fall apart and and end up losing a bunch of games. So. I'm thinking can, from three to three to five. It's it's it could be that three man race between Cleveland, New well, York, Sixers, and Philly. Sixers right now are I uh, let's say let or let's see they are a game ahead of Orlando. Actually, a game above Orlando and Indiana. So Orlando and Indiana are, are um they're they're tied right now. Okay, which that's the matchup right there. That's going to go ahead and constantly flip flop because. Mm-hmm. I do think Indiana is a lot stronger of a team than Orlando. I've I've told you though, I think Orlando is going to make the playoffs at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, that's just a young pesky team that they're going to end up like giving a lot of people a run for their money, but they're not going to do anything like I don't I don't think they're going to be doing anything, anything crazy. Indiana is the team that is almost like a resemblance of of Miami, where I can see them staying at the six, seven, or eighth seed, and they're going to go far into the playoffs. Yeah, no, Indiana's built as a playoff team, and and I do like the Magic, but I'll say this. I do think if I'm the Magic, I'm doing everything I can not to play in that play-in because I think it makes your makes your, 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 your battle a little harder. Then you have to play a game or two where you're either going to go against maybe Miami. Well, that, the play-in right now would be seven, eight, nine, or ten. Right. Right. So they would have to stay at six. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. They have to hold that spot because, like, the Pacers, I think, are better fitted to go against a Miami, a Hawks, or or, or Chicago. That's probably a three that are definitely going to be in That would it. actually be a good – that's going to be – a great plan. <laughs> I was going to say, that would be an amazing playing tournament. You would have Indiana, Miami, Chicago, and, and Atlanta. They're, they're all solid teams. Um, and then – even though, even to talk about the East, but talking about the West right now, if the playing were to start over there, right. you're having Sacramento, <laughs> Phoenix, yeah. uh, the Lakers, and then Golden State. That this play-in tournament is going to be crazy good this year. It's going to be entertaining. It's going to be extremely entertaining. Mm-hmm. I will say though, in the West, if the Warriors get through, oh, be careful. Uh, be careful. <sighs> I'm not buying them, man. I don't think the Warriors got it this year, man. It's, I think they really need a retool. I I give it to you, but they're gonna give. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think that they're gonna go all the way. I think that they could go they far, through, yeah. like at least to. They're making it to the second round for sure. This other, I think of the Western Conference. So um, let's let's say let's say they make and the they'll eighth, make it to the semis, the seventh or eighth seed. So they either play the. The Timberwolves or the Thunder, which is the best teams they could probably play, right? <laughs> because the youth, um, 
they might be able their experience might be able to you know take care of where they play the Clippers or Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Uh, might be tough sledding, yep. you know. Yep. So, yep. Um, I think that they, that if if they're looking at the playoffs, they're smart, and I and I think that they know that they could compete with those two teams right here, and that they're going to try to avoid these two teams in the first round and try to get to them in the second round. Now, mind you, this New Orleans. I'm not buying New Orleans. That's a team that I do. I think that they're going to be a first round, first round out. I'm not really buying them either. I, I think in theory they have like a a solid team. Um, but I I I I just don't know about about the core is good, but I don't know if it's the core to win. You know, I I feel like whether it's Zion. Or Bi, one of them. They might have to just move on from one of them. Probably Zion. I think Zion's been kind of just like a distraction, an issue for them. I mean, in a way, no fall into the zone. I feel like he gets nitpicked by by media and 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 people. Um, some of it's warranted, but um, like Dallas, I think is really coming out of the cracks here. I think with they, I love the moves they made out uh on the deadline yeah, here and I, and I think they're really sliding up playing their best ball right now. So um that's a team I think was sliding They got Dinwiddie, right? No, uh Lakers did. Lakers did. That's right. That's yeah, right. Lakers, Lakers, did. Did. Lakers did. Uh but they got PJ Washington and, and Daniel Gaffer which are really good bigs. That's right. And that's something that they were missing. Interior presence and not only that like they're perfect for the oops with Luke on the pick and rolls. I mean, they're just athletic bigs and PJ in particular has a lot more offense to his game. Where Daniel's kind of like more of like the you know the junkyard dog cleans it up a little bit and shot blocker rim protector. So I really like the moves they made. I think yeah. that they're really poised PJ's to make them. Yeah, he's young, dude. Um, I mean, they have that lively dude who who's nice. Um, obviously Hardaway and company. So um, I like what they have going on there. I think they have a solid group. I think they're you know they have. Kyrie and Luca have more time now under their belt together, so they're kind of meshing. Um, I, I'd like to see them make a run. They're, they're, they're a team I'd like to see. Um, this is a team all. that I could. I mean, before I before I say this, they never tend to be a, a, a buyer in the off season. Um, this is just a team for some, and I'm hoping that they end up changing because looking at this. They're really only paying right now Luca, Kyrie, and Kyrie. Everybody else is like on minimums. Uh, PJ Washington is getting sixteen mil. Uh, Tim Hardaway and might then have a Kluber is Maxi Kluber. Yeah. Oh, Tim Hardaway is making seventeen. Maxi Kluber or Kluber is making eleven. Okay. So those are the only guys right now that are you know outside of cap. yeah. Luca's making forty. And Kyrie's making thirty-seven. God damn. Yeah, that is a lot. Though. That's a lot of money. Um, that's a hell of a lot of money. That's a freaking. The NBA is a, in a, a, in, a in a pretty lot. good spot though. It's the, the fucking lottery, dude. God yeah. Damn. Good night. The fact that there's teams, some of those teams in the play-ins are they're good basketball teams. I mean, on both sides, you know. I mean, the Suns, right? If yeah. they if they if they stay in there, I mean that that'd be um, I mean that's almost unbelievable. Yeah, and then like on the other side, I mean, you got Miami, who went to the conference finals last, or the, the yeah, the conference or NBA finals last year. 
So let's talk about Miami. Let's talk about Miami right now yeah. because Miami recently played the Sixers and they only beat us by what it was like three. Yeah, it was minimal. Yeah, minimal. yeah. It wasn't much. Um, how do we feel about Miami, like with regards to their competition with the Sixers and in the oh my god, <laughs> is this whole <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. If you're watching uh, on the YouTube, this is a a picture. For they Jimmy have Butler. the Jimmy Butler emo picture on uh, that's still on ESPN. This is hilarious. Yeah, gets me every time. Yeah, it's so funny. I I, I like Miami. I I Wait, think don't say that. Take that. Drink, I mean, as drink a, right now. Drink that right now to get that out of your mouth. Get that nonsense out of your mouth. All right, cool. There you go. I like Miami's roster. There we go. Uh, okay, that's a little bit. Uh, I mean, the roster is good. Too. No. When did they get kept? Am, am I? Am I lost? Am I lost? Yeah, they've had Kevin Love since last year. Kevin Love. That's right in the uh, in. With uh, free, not free agency, but uh, buyout, right? Wasn't it a buyout? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. a buyout. Okay. okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry, um, Thomas Bryant. I didn't realize. He yeah, was Thomas Bryant. Well. Yeah, they they have some nice pieces. I mean, I I Harrow Vasquez or uh, Vasquez Vasquez. Yeah. Um, who's the shooter? Jacquez. That's what his name. Jacques. Who's the Jamie? shooter? Jaime, Jaime. Jamie is it Jamie? Jaime. Jaime Jacquez Jr. That's what it is. Uh, Duncan Robinson. So they, I mean, they have some decent guys. I, I mean, I don't think they're as poised and strong as last year. Caleb Martin isn't having the year he was having last year, yeah. things like that. But um, they will give any team fit because they are the Miami Heat. Yeah. But I don't. I, Do you think that the Sixers will, if they face the Miami Heat? Yeah, they can beat them. Okay, that's that's just what's what I what I what I want to hear. Yeah, they can beat the Heat. I think, especially. With a healthy, all right. Let's go back to the Sixers and and their roster right now. Okay, with the Sixers roster fully healthy, we have, you know, obviously Joel, Tyrese Maxey, Tobias. Okay, you have Buddy Heald. You have DeAnthony Melton. You have Kelly Oubre. You have Paul Reed. You have Kyle Lowry. You have Robert Covington. You have Nicholas Batum. You have Ricky Council the Fourth, which, if nobody knows who Ricky Council the Fourth is, please just take look a look him at up. Some some highlights, man. The, yeah, the, look the him kid up. is the kid is going to be promising. So I say that to say this: this this team has a lot of promising pieces to compete in, in the playoffs. And I think I said this last week as well. Um, to to compete in, 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 the, in the playoffs. With Joel right now, you know, he has the, – the rumor right now is that he's coming back for the last 10 games of the, of the NBA season. And if that were the case, then he would be coming back for essentially the start of the West Coast trip in, in March. So they're facing – uh, Phoenix, the Clippers, and and the Lakers. Let's actually pull this up so we can go ahead and um go through the schedule. 
So during this trip, they're going to be facing the Suns, the Lakers, the Clippers. Uh, they face the Kings, and then they come back home and they face the Clippers. Um, that would be a good, like you said, that would be a, a good start to ramp up for for Joel uh, to face some some good competition prior to the uh, the NBA season or the NBA playoffs. I'm sorry. Um, that would be starting March 20th. In the last, like I said, the last ten games of the season, going to April six, so you know this that would be, I think, I, I, ideal if they if that rumor is true, if that rumor is true. Yeah, um, it, if he's able to come, if he's healthy and able to come back, I, yeah, I think that's a great stretch for him to do so. They're yeah. all they're all playing the playoff teams for for the most part. Uh, have some good bigs to throw his way, good good talented teams. So that's what you need. You don't you don't you know he, he needs to shed that rust and um road trips probably the best way to do it honestly yeah it's gonna that'll that'll be good and one of the things that you know me and Diggs were we're talking about and i think i've gotten on board with it is you know to kind of just ride out this season as just like as is like just write it off go into next season with um, a little bit, you know, of that, that mindset that this is our season to win because you can, you know, you have at least $60 million in cap space that you can use, Right. you know, um, it's not the best mindset, but it's just because of where Joel is at with his injury. And I, I, I've gotten on board with that now. This now takes me to my next topic. So let's dive down into the rabbit hole of Joxy's hypotheticals of what could go on next year. <laughs> hey, let's go. In a perfect world. We're going to talk about this and it's going to be fun. Okay. So with next season, Sixers have $60 million in cap space. There's a few players that I have in mind. Um, and mind you, I'm playing 2K. <laughs> a wish list, if you will. I've I've seen a few of these players that I think could, you know what? I think these players could work. One of them that I want the Sixers to go after, Caleb Martin. Okay. Caleb Martin becomes that piece comes off, you know, comes off the bench, of course. Yep. Right? Mhm. Um you would Ideally, starting off next season. All right, so you're re-signing Kelly Oubre to okay. a three-year, no, four-year. I'm sorry, four-year contract. Yeah, okay. he's getting paid twelve million dollars per year. Okay, okay, I like it. You re-sign Tobias, mind you. He's declined both of my propositions or my my uh, my 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 contracts already for this. But if you guys can do this, you can do it. You re-sign Tobias for a two-year, and he's get he gets fifteen and a half million dollars per year. Okay, it's not what I want. I want twelve, but no, no. He de- he declined that first, so I gave him fifteen and a half. He declined that, so I'm like, you know what, boy? We may just not even talk now. I may just <laughs> ship you off to somewhere else at this rate. Now communications okay. are yeah, halted. Now get get pissed off. I may just write it out to see 
what the damn market's going to get. So you're dealing with uh, Papa Harris, right? His agent. I guess so. <laughs> um, Continue. So ideally, if you re-sign you know, Tobias for uh, that, that two-year, $15.5 million per year contract, right? And then you have Kelly Oubre for that four years. He's getting paid $12 million per year. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, you do your things with like incentives and all that good stuff. But your starting lineup would be this: Tyrese Maxey, Buddy Heald, Kelly Oubre, Tobias Harris. You would have Joel. Okay. Tobias would only play a maximum of twenty minutes because him and Caleb Martin are going to be sharing minutes to uh, to to be playing that that four spot. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Kelly Oubre. Is going to be that guy that's going to be kind of like second fiddle with like him and him. I think him and him and him and um, Tyrese can develop some, you know, additional chemistry, right? Okay. Mind you, I know Buddy Hield is there, mm-hmm. but Buddy Hield is going to Buddy Hield can honestly be his own player. He can get hot and just mm-hmm. you know he's he's almost it's on his own age. island, mm-hmm. you know. My biggest request in the offseason is for the Sixers to have that discussion with Joel saying, listen, we need you to accept that you are now number two. Tyrese is number one. Mm -hmm. We expect now from Joel, we expect at the minimum 25 points to max 30 points. We expect Tyrese at the minimum 30 points plus. Mm-hmm. Right? We're now giving we're giving the reins to Tyrese. Mm-hmm. Tyrese is now 1A. number one. Mm-hmm. 1A. Not even 1A. He's number one. Joel is number two. He's got to be a 1B. Joel is number two. Joel is Joel is I'm doing a pick and if Tyrese wants to just book it to the to the to the bucket, whatever. I know he's gonna go ahead and get us our, our bucket. I'm not gonna sit there and try to get a you know pick and fade and try to get a three or mm-hmm. pick and roll and try to go to the basket, right? Mm-hmm. Joel is a he he is a special, special human being. But in order for him to go ahead and extend his career. He needs to accept that he's going to have to essentially, lesser, at some point, take a lesser yeah. role. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. and it's not saying a lesser role of you're you're coming off the bench. It's a lesser role that you cannot be number one. Yeah, Tyrese has to be the guy now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I mean I I I don't disagree with with that. I you know I've been saying for a while I, I want I think Tyrese will prolong his career. I I we 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 need. We need that. That's what the Sixers need. They need Joel for the long term. So, oh, I forgot something. Your last guy. Yeah, who's your last guy? My last point was, if Tobias don't go ahead and, and accept that damn contract, you go ahead and you trade his ass to Charlotte for Miles Bridges because Miles Bridges and in, oh. in Charlotte they want to go ahead and just they want to cut they want to cut ties. So which I wouldn't hate. Bring Miles Bridges over to Philly. 25 years old, gets a bias out of here. I would not hate that. Um, so I, I didn't come prepared with 
with necessarily guys I want them to target. But one off the rip that I would like, I like everything you said. I'd like Mar- like Martin be a great reserve. Caleb Martin would be so good. I've I went like I said in two K, two K, just two K, nothing crazy. But I've been like seeing how I can utilize him as like another piece and he can just be in the corner sometimes and just drain a three or he'll drive into a hole and take like a a body and just you know still get a get a get a layup or whatever right yeah. like he has he has height he has strength mm-hmm. um so i i like him i like i like i like caleb martin i wanted to try to get laurie mark in him but he Might be all, a steep ask. Yeah, he's their best player well, you on know, their well, team. You, well, you know that's that's. Well, yeah, but 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 really, where are the Jazz going? No, I know, but it's it's because of like like I said, two K. Yeah, two K. I mean, Laurie. I think I've been saying that. They, if they, we can get him. That's that's my number. Laurie's one been guy. in the league for a few years too. Let me oh, check yeah. with because um... he's been with uh, Chicago first, and he went to Cleveland, and then he's been in Utah here. But the guy Damn, I, he's young, he's I'd love for them to add to the rotation of what you said, basically, which they obviously have enough money. You only name three guys, and that, those three guys aren't yeah. compiling 60 mil. Mm-hmm. It's Clay Thompson. I'd love for Clay Thompson to come in the mix. And then Clay, it's basically a rotation between Clay, Buddy, Melton, Oubre, and. I guess what like Mark like like if you just have like a, a constant carousel Buddy, of this, you are. You are speaking sweet words. <laughs> I I feel like you have everything you need. You have shooters. You have you have top of the key defenders. You have dogs. Um, I would love it. An experience, obviously. You have, you have championship experience with that too. So, I I I actually really like because I I've told you I want to buy it. I would take Tobias back for. I would take I would take Tobias back because of the fact that he is familiar with with the with the team. It's the whole continuity thing. He's a good locker room guy, just not a good locker room guy for forty million a year. No, man. yeah, and 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 when I like listen on two K, I don't know if it's because of the fact that we're in the middle of the season. And I'm just trying to I'm trying to resign him now. Yeah, before we hit the off season, right? And he's asking for twenty two million dollars per year for two years. I'm like, nah. That's not happening. You're not getting $44 million. Yeah. So he can kick rocks if that's what he wants for real life. I, that's why I was like, you know what? Let me – I'm biting the bullet right now. I'm just going to ride out the rest of the season. Yeah. And then go into the off season, see if he receives, like, anything. And then if he doesn't, within, like, the first day or two, I'm going to go ahead and re-offer him that, like, that offer and see what he says. If he declines it, then kick rocks, dude. I'll just find somebody else to go and replace you. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, this is also 2K, but to, uh, Tobias. So if you ever, ever, I don't see Tobias ever seeing it, hearing this, but if he ever does, we don't mean this, buddy. <laughs> we love you. My last request would be you're a great guy, would be that um, we, that Mo Bombo would be replaced with, with another good big. What, maybe that's Andre Drummond. Maybe that's yeah. who, I, I don't really have a guy necessarily off the top of my head, but Bamba's just too soft. I yeah. Paul not... Paul Reed gives us the athletic. He can stretch it a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean. I want a big boy. Yeah. You know what I mean. I want someone that can you know can can grab the boards, 
be a shop blocker. Kind of, honestly, just be kind of like a like a like a lane hogger. You know what I so, mean? So, all right, this is a curiosity question. What do you, what do you think about this? What do you think about Kenny Lofton? I think he's a he's a he's a nice prospect. Um, he has a nice offensive touch. I think the biggest thing with him that's that's gonna be his um that's gonna be his downfall is, is how athletic is he compared to some of these other bigs in the league now. You know what I mean? Because he's a little more of kind of like that um he's got kind of like that Glenn Davis like it reminds me a lot of like a because of the fact that he can he can shoot from the three, he reminds me a lot of like a young Draymond. But obviously he's yeah. he's bigger. I don't know if he's as good of a ball handler and whatnot. Do you yeah. think he, you know I I don't know if he's he's but this is the thing is that he had forty six points the other night. So my, I mean it's it's the G League, but still like I'd say if I'm if I'm him, you just got to keep keep kind of um so the reason carving at your game. The reason why I ask that is because if this is the if, if if we're looking for a big man that can give us you know obviously minutes. Uh, some minutes but also just to you know give us a presence down, down yeah. the paint to go ahead yeah you need a body down there that's mm-hmm. really what it is right mm-hmm. and it really doesn't matter if it's height it can be size if you're like six eight and then you have the size it's it's worked so hypothetically speaking if you pair him up with paul reed and you have kenny lofton down there pushing his body up against the bigs or whatever and then you have paul reed's height you know, he can swing off the – if the big man gets the ball, you, Paul Reed just swings off real quick, plays that, you know, double team. I don't know, man. I, I just – I. Well, no, I, I, I think I, – I, I love Kenny Lofton. That's the reason why I think – Well, like, with Joel down, it, it's – it's it, I, I hope they give him some minutes at this time. I mean, you have to – I think it's the type of thing you want to see what you have, like him – uh, Darius Baisley, like they they signed him. Like I want to yeah, see what these guys NBA. have for for the run. But well, Baisley also had an NBA stint. with OKC. He 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 played well with OKC yeah, for a while. So I was actually curious, or I was not curious. I was uh, shocked when I saw that he was uh on the on the six. Not on so. active route. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but, he's been on their team since last year, though. The Bluecoats. He's been on the Bluecoats since really? last year. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's weird. He's been dominating. Right. He's been dominating, and then Patrick McCall is another one that's uh that's also Patrick McCall, three time champion, dude. <laughs> he, 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 but he's been balling though. I and... figured out who Kenny Lofton kind of reminds me of. Who I just thought of it. Who Zach Randolph? Oh yes, because he's kind of yes. like a beefy, undersized big, but he has that offensive touch. He's a lefty, um, and he's just kind of like like um aggressive in the paint you know well zach mean? randolph zebo as they would say yeah zebo zebo uh, dude he was so frustrating him uh what was it damon williams no i know he was with memphis and gasol for a while he played with the clippers he was no, no, in no, he portland was with, memphis, with with in memphis he mike conley rudy gay mike uh gasol who was their other tony allen there was another point guard um Who was on that team? It was 2011, right? Uh, definitely around that time, yeah. Let's see. Memphis Grizzlies roster. So, yeah. Tony Allen. Gilbert Arenas was on that team. Holy crap. Oh. Mike Conley. 
Marcus saw Zach Randolph. There was a OJ Mayo. No, there was another. There was another point guard that I'm thinking of that that um, I felt like was on. I thought that I could have sworn that he played with him. Hold on, I'm gonna keep on keep. But no, that's who that's who he kind of his game resembles, and yeah. and if if they would if he would flourish, I think he he'd play a similar type of ball, which that's the type of big we I'd love to have. Um, so I, yeah, I I love to see him get 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 a run here, kind of like a Ricky Council run, get some get some meaningful minutes. Ricky Council, man, that I tell you, every, I, that man, I swear, like when whenever I watch him play, I'm like. He's gonna be he's gonna be dangerous when it comes to the point that his game is completely polished. Next year, and he, he will be a rotational. I guy. think he's gonna be a rotational guy next year, and then fo- following that, he could end up. I mean, he could. You said he be could a, be a starter. He could be you a th- starter. Felt, yeah, listen, he could be a starter. I, I I think for sure in two years, but I would not be surprised if for some reason. They end up starting him mid-season next year because of the fact that every time they bring him in, he goes off. Nothing would make me happier. The, the Sixers never, never have that that player like that that they just found a diamond in the rough yep. that that turned out to be a like be the first not, one. Not just well, the bench, besides Tyrese. Not just the well, Tyrese was a first-round pick. He's an undrafted. True, that's true. That's he's true, an true, undrafted true. player that played. Worked his way from summer league yeah. to the G League to the active roster. That shit don't happen very often in this league. There's teams that find these guys right. So if he ends up being one of those guys, and again, I'm not just saying like a like a bench player. If he turned out to be a NBA starter, that'd be fucking amazing. Yeah, it'll be good for sure. What I'm, one thing that we want to talk about is upcoming with the NBA season, um, this upcoming schedule for the Sixers. So looking ahead, I mean, with like we mentioned, I mean, with the with the standings right now, where they're where they're uh, they're at, they're number five. Um, they're a game behind the Knicks, but they're a game above the Magic and the Pacers. Uh, let's see something. This is actually something that I was curious about. I want to I want to see if they play either team the rest of the season. So they don't. They don't play the Pacers. Yeah, they play the Pacers already like four times. Yeah, so they don't play the Pacers anymore, and they don't they don't play the Magic. So that matchup's already done. Uh, they just have to essentially hold their own. The they rest do. of the season, they they have to hold their own. Uh, they gotta win the games that they 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 need to win. There are some games, yeah. Like there are some games that, one, like that Hornets, we know, like the Nets, that, those games. Right. They got they gotta take care of business. So Net, then Hornets, the, Nets, you can uh, afford Grizzlies. to lose the tough, you know, maybe some some of the tough games like with first Boston and and Bro, Dallas. I even say Pelicans, like they need to win that one, hundred percent, because the Pelicans aren't a strong team against. I think I I think by this by March eighth, um, the Sixers are gonna have. A lot of their players back. Yeah, um, DeAnthony Mellon's going to be back. Nicholas yep. Batum's going to be back. Robert Covington's going to be back. Yep, reinforcements um, for sure. So essentially, now this whole team is going to be back besides Joel. So Nick Nurse is is very very excited. I, mean, I saw the the interview yesterday where he he was like laughing. He was like, "Yeah, I'm uh counting down the days." <laughs> um, 
so this this upcoming schedule, you know, there's there's some uh, some some key matchups. Now, the biggest thing that I'm that I'm seeing right here, we have the Knicks two more times, and that's a, that's that's something they have to do is they have to split some of these games here versus these tough tough Eastern Conference teams. It's a back to back game. This is one of those ones that they have to win one of these games. They cannot lose both of these games. Right? Did we win the first matchup earlier this year? Do you know? Let's see here. Let's. I'm not sure. Let's that see. Yeah. Let's go back. We're gonna go to their full schedule. Because otherwise, yeah, we can't let the the Knicks sweep us. If not, they can't sweep us in a, in a series. Yeah, not the. I mean, for the whole season, there's so they've they've already played twice this season. Let's see. When was the first time that they played? Oh, okay. Yeah, they lost. Yeah. So they've lost already both twice. Both they can't lose the other. They have to at least split the other yeah, ones. They, they can't they, get swept. So these next two games that they play back to back, both at, in New York too. They wow. have. They have to win these. Wow. Yeah. They have to win those. Like they have that's. To. Why do they do that? I don't understand why they do that. That's. Who knows. That is ridiculous. Because <laughs> usually it's one's one's home and one's away. Yeah, yeah. And I I could have sworn on here it should. No, yeah. Sixers are. Gosh, that's weird. Well, they're going to be in in New York back to back. Um. So yeah, this this upcoming season, I think that if they stay at the five the the five seed the fifth seed. We sit comfortably. You have New York, that's the fourth seed. Obviously, you don't want to play them in the first round, but at the same time, at the same time, um, I know what I said earlier, but if they play them the first round and they and they beat them, then there's a good chance that they could they could definitely they could they could go far. I know New York's young, but New York's a strong team. That would be a good a good matchup to win, depending on how they win it. If they win it, like if they go ahead and they, let's say they, they lose one game, and they win the, the rest. Uh, you know, it's New York will, won't be an e- wouldn't be an easy series. I, I, I think they definitely, I feel confident they'd win that series. With Joe, with Joe I mean, they, they'd win that series. My thing is this: if they want to, especially the way the season's pay, playing out, if they want a legitimate shot, yeah, I think they have to get the three seed. And here's why: you don't want to play Boston in the second round. You need to play them in the conference finals. Yeah. You can beat Milwaukee in the second round, in my opinion. You can beat that. It's Boston, though. Yeah, it's Boston. So if you're the four or five seed, you're playing Boston in the second round. True. If you're the three seed, or they're not going to get two seed. If you're a three seed. I think you got a shot. Maybe, maybe you play Orlando. Maybe you play the Indiana first. More than likely, you're going to play mm. Milwaukee next. Which, with with Doc at the helm, I think it's definitely in the range of outcomes for them to win that series. Yeah. So then, finally, then you go against Boston, and I, you know, it, it comes down. It comes down to this. Milwaukee is falling. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee was second. Now they're third. 
God bless you, Doc. <laughs> um, damn, dude, we're or it's almost we're like you still, rather than we're just still slip to the six seed. Like it's almost like like I like I don't know. I don't want to slip that far. I mean, well, hold on, time out. Because you say four or five, we're gonna we're definitely facing Boston, right? Six. We the winner of that faces like the Cleveland, right? Cleveland and seven seed, which I kind of. I just think that's the path, the greatest path they could have. Yeah, that would probably be the better path if they were to face like a Cleveland in the first round, right? And then go on to the and go on to the second round. And you're saying facing Indiana, or no, not facing Indiana. Probably um, facing Milwaukee. Probably facing, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's, I think it's winnable. <laughs> winnable because right, it's yeah, Doc yeah. Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> so you know that Milwaukee would be up three two, and then and then. <laughs> uh, so that's Doc Rivers comes out like this. I, we were in Cabo. I don't know. Some people came to play. Some people didn't. You know, JJ. Yeah, I was thinking about JJ's oh thoughts. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, you know. So that's my take. I mean, I that's again. Good. That's a good one. I like that. I I, I like that a lot. For a man that I, didn't go ahead and do any type of research, that was a good take. <laughs> hey, you, now let's cheers to that one right there. I like that Thanks one. Let's now. go. I yeah. wanted to. I wanted to also. I don't know why my sounds aren't working. Yeah, I see that. You trying to... Let's see if this one works. No? Hmm. Oh, well. Our yeah. Sounds aren't working today. So hopefully things right. go well for our Sixers. They, yeah. it, you know, a lot of times I feel like things don't go exactly according to what we want. So it'd be nice if they got, you know, gave Joe a little break. Maybe, you know, did their job here. So I do love this team, man. Yeah, I love it's the a, players, good... the coach. It's it's you know it, it's a we've had good teams over the year, mm-hmm. but it's there's always been a little bit of like the league laughing at us, right? And we're I just think we're finally out of that. This is also the first year that I've started seeing a lot of teams, or not a lot of teams, a lot of analysts, Kendrick Perkins, Stephen A. Smith. They're like, y'all better watch out when mm-hmm. Philly comes back with yeah. with Joel. Because the culture's there, dude. Because cause, cause the camaraderie. People finally respect. I'm going to call him. I'm, I'm, I'm about to start calling him this. Pinky Nicky. Because <laughs> he got that pinky ring. Pinky Nicky. He he was. We were on the cruise when we found that news out. And, and honestly, from that moment, that was, that was the first building block. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, it was a great hire. I do remember that they night hit that, a we home were, that when we uh, we oh, found yeah. that out, so and we were so freaking took happy. Shots. Yeah, we took we took yeah, tequila took shots sh- to celebrate. Yeah, that that was a step in the right direction. From there, you know, it's like you're only as good as your captain. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and with him and Maury, I think it, it, we're in good hands, man. And, yeah. and it feels good finally. And he was yeah. he was someone I wanted. You know this. I never wanted Doc. Right. I never wanted him. So the whole time I just felt on You wanted Mike D'Antoni? I wanted Mike D'Antoni. Don't know if it would have worked out, but I did not want Doc. Yeah. So knowing getting the guy we wanted, 
getting Nick Nurse. It feels good. Feels man. good, man. Feels freaking feels good. Feels great. I love that. I love that guy. I love that guy. Well, I don't know if I don't have anything else to cover, but it's a great episode. It was a great episode. I, I'd say my last thing I, 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 that's been on my mind and wanted to say is uh, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Brandon Miller on, on uh, the Hornets. I think he's balling out right now. I think he's a very good player. Um, I'm actually um, – I was seeing something about him the other day because um, it was a game that, that when it, – it was, it was like the first game I think that Seth Curry played when he was, um, when he was down there. Okay. Uh-huh. And they showed glimpses of like – Seth Curry, and then it was all Brandon Miller after that. And I was like, this kid's going to be good. He's good, man. He gives me a lot of Paul George vibes. He just, yeah. He's got the same build, same type of game. So Hornets have a good one there. I, I'd like to, I'm, I'm curious to see what they build there with him and Ball. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be good. So we'll have more for, for you guys next week. So feel free to uh, send us any messages if there's anything you want to, uh, you know, hear. My, uh, my apologies if you, uh, you know, didn't see the video last week, but had some updates that happened to our, our podcasting app and all good, all good things, but we're going to have a video for you guys on Monday. So, um, yeah, go ahead and, uh, catch us on the, on the tube, on the YouTube or on any other, you know, podcast app that, that you, that you have. So before we get out, cheers, buddy. Cheers, buddy. If you ain't doing anything, go ahead and crack yourself a cold one. Adios.